This is the Moon Tower Podcast with your host, Ian Hubbard. If you want to spend Christmas on Christmas. <laughs> ah, Christmas Island's being taken over by the enemy forces. Dear God, it's the Nova Scotians. Not the Swedes. <laughs> it's almost over. The horror, the humanity, the everlasting nightmare that is Christmas music is almost over. Well, I could say it's a nightmare before Christmas. Shut up, Nate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the last better part of a month, every day, I can't take it anymore. You know, by the end of it, I get PTSD. I think most retail workers get PTSD. And I don't blame them. It's horrific. But it's almost over. I just, I it's the only time of the year I have to hear Michael Bublé. I'm fine with that. The guy is so absolutely white. It's ridiculous. He, he is the whitest of the white men. White men. <laughs> but I can't really complain because New Year's is around the corner. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we this is our final episode of the year. This is our uh, before Christmas, before New Year's, end of the year episode. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. Peace de resistance. But no, uh, it's what was this 14? Number 14 now, yes, sir. So, been at it for better part of three, four months, three and a half months, three and a half, yeah, just about there, yeah. Wow, wow, I'm I'd give you a trophy, but I don't have one. Mm, I'll take a pizza, that's food, <laughs> pizza out, man, pizza trophy. I've been eating that shit a lot at work, and the stuff's not really that good. Ugh. But I like that I can take home pizza and I can, you know, I don't know. Well, you, yours, you, you've had my pies before. Yeah, your pies <laughs> are actually pretty solid. Our, ours at work is just really doughy. Ugh. But, well, folks, we, we uh, hope that you're looking forward to your holiday season with whoever or whatever you're going to spend it with. Uh, drive safe. Have fun. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hopefully Santa brings a lot of good stuff for you. Hopefully... You know, hopefully Jesus will see the light again. That's what we're all here for, to spread the goodwill of our Lord and Savior. But we're just going to do a just an hour-long chit-chat episode and, you know, nothing really too stringent, nothing too serious, unless it gets serious and we have to draw knives. But, uh, wouldn't be the first time. It's going <laughs> to round out our year and we're just going to reminisce a little bit over the good times. And the bad times, maybe even the horrible times, and maybe even the mediocre ones. Yeah, the mundane. Uh, but I'm gonna give you an update on the first playoff game for the Hewak Fighting Angry Goats was this past weekend, and I have to say they were quite victorious once again. Huzzah! The perfect season continues. Hewak is now twelve, thirteen, and uh, yeah, I have to. 13 and 0. Yep, thank you. Woo-hoo. I just got the paper from the from from the front desk. 
Uh, we'll get to that, and we'll get to uh, my little improv showcase. I, I got to be on stage, yeah. Nate. I did a little toe-tap and dance. It was actually not that, but, you know, <laughs> I had some fun. That was a good time. We'll talk about that. And talk about what that was. Oh, let's just, we're going to be all over the place, so we're going to have some fun. We're going to start with our local on the eights. It's shitty outside. Yay! Woo! 50% chance of gray with a chance of wet, and uh, there's no snow, so I don't know if Santa wants to come around here. Looks pretty poopy leading up to Christmas. Nate, you have any thoughts about the weather? Oh, Let's talk about the weather. The weather. Let's start uh, off with the weather. Whole lot of weather we're having lately. Yeah. Whole lot of weather. It goes light, then it goes dark. There's some wind. Some that's, splashy splash. That's weird. You know? That's weird weather, Northwest Ohio weather. Yeah. This is local on the eights. All right, we got that out of the way. So, yeah, uh, the improv sesh showcase that we had uh, Friday night actually turned out pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, my group went on first because we were level one. We did about 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. Did four exercises. Um. Would have done five. I was kind of hope I was going to be included in uh, the last one. Well, I did. I was part of two, and I wanted to be part of three because everything goes is better in threes. But um, we did the show in the studio that we've been practicing in. So I'd, I'm sure you've been to the Valentine, right? Um, can't say. I mean, I've seen it, but I've never been inside there. The city famous Valentine Theater. Um. We weren't on the main stage, unfortunately, because they were showing It's a Wonderful Life. Boo. But um, we did we did it in the, the A studio, which we've been practicing in, which seats, I think, like 150. Okay. And you you were there, third person, like Miss Lisa, our special guest for today. How many how many uh, people would you say it was like a packed house? Yeah, I'd say so. You speak louder for the people at home. Just scream it, just yell it. It's like, yeah, I was there. Woo! It was an amazing time. Woo! All right, yeah. thank you. Thank you for that enthusiasm. <laughs> no, it was uh, pretty good. Um, everyone was really wicked excited. Some, a couple, a couple of people were pretty nervous. You know, first time on stage, and oh my god, I'm like, <laughs> it actually helped because the lights were in my eyes because they were blasted on stage. And it helped that every the people that I knew were going to be there were off to the side, so I didn't have to look at them. <laughs> it's one thing when you have it's one thing when you're looking at people looking at you, and it's another thing when you're looking at people that you know are looking at you. So, but no, everything went well. Uh, we did. I did. I, I can't remember all of what we the other two that we did, but the two exercises that I was a part of was one. The first was called advice panel. Okay where I think there's five of us seated right next to each other in uh, in front of the crowd and they had to come up with a publication that we were a part of and regardless of whether or not we knew what it was like we practiced this like, like a few times like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you didn't know even know what the publication or what the subject was you had to roll with it but I got home in gardening. Oh wow! And I was the editor named uh, Ted Farfanugan. <laughs> so that went pretty well. Like I was 
good inter- interaction with the crowd and got a lot of laughs. Everyone, I think everyone got a lot of laughs. And then the other one that I did was it was called Google Google Translate, where three pairs of people, the, uh, the last pair would go off into the green room in the back to not see what was going on, and then the first pair would do a scene based on setting or or a character or whoever, and then the other two that went in the back would have to come out and watch the second pair, which was me and this other guy, Jose, do the first scene, but in a, in a different language. Oh, wow. And then the, the third pair that was absent earlier uh, would come and do their scene based on what they saw us do and try to get as close to the original scene as possible. It went pretty fair. Once again, I get like it, it went, it went over really good. Um, as they as they say in improv, there's a lot of yes anding, which is basically you know someone comes up with an idea on stage with you and you have to roll with it. So it was it was pretty fluid. Uh, like, like once you got up there and realized that the crowd was like really into it, because it's it's obviously it's different when you're practicing and no one's there, and you think you're being funny or like telling a joke or doing a good scene and you don't hear any reaction like especially from the people in your troop yeah 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 but when you hear that reaction it it helps you kind of like just flow along with things but when you hear like I think it was 100 you'd say about 100 people at least were there it was at least two thirds three quarters of the way can you help me out like I (laughs) So, no, we had a good turnout, and everyone was really into it. Uh, my neighbor, he left halfway through. <laughs> not not our set, but, like, through the show, because uh, uh, the second level went up, and they were doing uh, – the, the two the two people doing the scene had to be a part of a, of a group or organization. Okay. And someone yelled out Nambla. And the instructor immediately was like, no, 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 we're not. And we're like, come on, really? Like, really? Like, and before then, we like, the second group was making fun of a whole bunch of stuff. We were making fun of stuff, like, but she just wrote it off. And then I just see my, from, because I was on the other side of the room, and I just see my neighbor just, like, halfway through, we just get up and leave. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I, I could see him. I could see him fucking bolting for the door. But we get after the show, we got back and because we sat through uh, levels two and three, and they all did well. And I get back and uh, I asked my neighbor how, how what he thought of how it went and what he thought of things, and he was like, "A fucking level two instructor pissed me off." <laughs> I'm like why? And he said that. I'm like, well, "Yeah, that was pretty stupid." He's like, "That's fucking bullshit." <laughs> and he's like been talking about it off and on since, and it's been a week, almost a week. And it's just funny, like, he'll just admit, like, last night we were, or two nights ago, we were just chit-chatting about whatever. And, like, as a non-sequitur, and he's like, he's like, that teacher's bullshit. And I'm like, what are you, oh. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, okay, all right. But, no, it was a, it was a good time. Um, everybody was pretty much on point. And afterward, we all decided, like, we all, well, we all I decided the week before that we were going to do the second level together, the second level of the class. And 
that's going on. I think it starts late January. Okay. So really excited for that. It's going to be a good time. Uh, everyone's going to be down for it. Um, and then afterwards, a- after the show, we all went to the uh, the unnamed bar that that we almost had our domestic terrorism fit at. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That went off without a hitch, unfortunately. No, <laughs> kidding. But uh, the segue into that, uh, apparently that story's just been buried. Apparently Toledo does not have an ISIS problem anymore, yep. or at least for the for the time being. I guess uh, I skimmed through a couple things that have been floating around, like because that that got hot for a minute. That was obviously one of those stories that it got hot for a minute and then just disappeared. Yeah. But I guess um, in both cases, the suppose the supposed perpetrators have been arraigned on bail and are awaiting court dates. And I think those court dates. I think they're going to be in January or February. Okay. So, yay for TPD and the feds and whoever else was involved with that for stopping the onslaught of ISIS in the Glass City. Very, very proud of that. Thank you, first responders. For uh, i just like to say thank you for listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening because we helped tipped everything off. Even though we reported about it afterwards, we helped we helped with the investigation, so we would like to take credit for that. Um, we are crime crime stoppers here, and we subscribe here at to that. Crime lab. Yeah, the crime lab. <laughs> our uh, team of uh, forensic experts who are, you know, pulling their hair out, staying up day and night, just just trying to get ahead on this case. And uh, you know, I'm glad glad Nate that we, we were able to pull it out the last second. If you know what I mean. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, pulling out before things exploded. That would have been bad. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of blowing up, uh, I guess once again, uh, we're, we're on the news again. Oh, yeah? With the, the Christmas weed. Uh, yeah, the Christmas weed. I still don't know what that is. I, I thought some it's somebody got busted with a strand. A weed growing in a pot on a corner in Toledo. I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but apparently it's a big bunch of hoopla right now. Why? Um, people started decorating it and then started flocking to it. As far as I know, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with it. To be honest. Is it Charlie Brown's? <laughs> um. Charlie Brown's Christmas weed. Might be. We should make that a strand. Ooh. Only sell it around Christmas time. In Toledo. And it's the worst, the worst kind. Michigan influenced. But yeah, I, I heard about this uh, on the on the bus ride home last night and was very curious as to what the hell people were talking about. But I, I guess people are taking it as a good thing. Are they? I don't know. I mean, it's grabbing some attention. It's giving Toledo a little limelight. Yes, you in the back. Okay, so the Toledo Christmas weed... Can you speak louder? I mean, oh, yeah, you, yes, explain this to us. Yeah, you can come to the closer to one of the microphones. Okay, so the Toledo Christmas weed. A couple, couple came and decorated this weed that was growing out of the sidewalk. I think it's on the corner of Secor. It's on the corner of Secor and some other street. Monroe? And, I don't know. But. Isn't there a Walgreens near it? I think so. So it's probably Secor and Monroe. Anyway, <laughs> people have been coming and no, I'm 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 asking. I'm curious. I, I really don't know. You'd have to look it up. But 
been coming and dropping off donations for, for like, charities and stuff. It's like a charity thing. People come and dropping off money, or they're coming and dropping off little gifts and little presents. And I think tonight, no, tomorrow night, carolers are going to be there. And so there's going to be an event for that, so they can go watch caroling. And then... Can we, you want to go heckle in carolers? Few, in a few days, the Boy we, Scouts we are going to come and pick everything up. And the Boy Scouts? Boy Scouts. Oh. Boy Scouts will come and deliver everything. So this is a homophobic Christmas weed celebration. I don't know about all that. I'm going to go <laughs> sit back down. Or like anti-trans? This is what this is all about? I call bullshit then. We're going to go there tonight. We're going to cut that fucking thing down. <gasps> no. <laughs> Take a big ass fucking pair of shears and snip that bitch. I'm, I'm looking this up. I'm where? You look it up. I'm going to go destroy it. Because here, we are anti, anti, LBGBTQ, XYZ. And we're pro-trans. You be whoever you want. You don't have the fucking Boy Scouts tell you who, who and who cannot be in your club. Christmas cheer my ass. Moon Tower Podcast is all in favor of you being whoever you want to be, even if it's nothing. Wow, Nate, what, why do you make it existential? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't everything existential at the end of the day? I guess. But, <laughs> well, are they like leaving like what, canned food and clothes and toys and notebooks and dreidels? That's a yes. Not dreidels, don't think. No. <laughs> oh, Han- Han- he was spinning his yarmulke. Oh, and Santa was there. Which Santa one? A. Was it white or black? A-, a Santa. Was it white or black? A white Santa. Was it was it gender neutral? Probably not, because the fucking Boy Scouts. Did you hear about that too? About oh, the was that? the call for a gender neutral Santa. Yeah, I heard about that. How do you feel about that, Nate? Does that grind your gears? Um. Does that mean there's I a think true? People are overblowing it. It's like there's probably a small group of people who wanted it. Now people are like, "Oh, hey, this the small group of people who want this." It's like now it's overblown. See, I think it sounds like some people are getting underblown. Probably. Wouldn't deny that. Yeah, gender neutral Santa. I thought that's why they had Mrs. Claus. No, something I just saw was gender neutral gingerbread people. What? Yeah. They don't have testicles. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I think they're already gender neutral, to be honest. They're already, already gender neutral? Ginger neutral. <laughs> do you believe there's, there's a war on Christmas? Because I do. Oh, uh, maybe I, a cold war on Christmas, you know what I mean? I believe there's a holy war on Christmas. Holy wars! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't... I'm just glad, like, that's, when I get all fucking Ebenezer Scrooge and Grinch-like around this time, it's mainly because of that. Not Megadeth, I hope. No, well, no, that's, (laughs) I get that. That's another level of disappointment we'll get out of here. Yeah. I'm sure Dave Mustaine thinks there's a war on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. But, no, that's the main reason why is people think that there's that, but there's billions of dollars spent around this time of year and it was something like they calculated around black friday that like 40 percent of people who went into debt because of christmas last year so i'm fucking paid it off and still Jesus. intended on planning on going on shopping 
Like, it was all credit card debt, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, it's, and yeah, whatever, commercialism and whatnot. It's just, it's one thing when you're a kid and then you get older and then you try to keep that, like, oh, you know, just, it's kind of celebrating hard. the holiday, like everything's gonna be cool, like you know, have a good time, and then you just, well, I'm working retail too. You're just bombarded by it every day. Like, yeah, we get it. It's a wonderful time of the year, and Jingle Bell Rock and fucking Blue Christmas because Elvis can't get laid, and yeah. It's like I always said last year. I'm pretty sure when I go home, my mom's gonna be playing her mix so i'm gonna have to hear it one more day yeah but you know i do appreciate the people who keep their lights up after new year that shows a level of commitment that i've not yet acknowledged either commitment or laziness one of the two commitment to laziness probably or they're all still bloated after the christmas food and new year's partying yep heavy heavy case of the itis right yeah which, I mean, in light of the holiday, I, we will not be doing an episode next week because I'll be home and Nate will be doing whatever he does the day after Christmas. Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't... We're going to try to get one for New Year's. and After New Year's, our first of the 2019 ep- uh, episodes. and uh, I don't know. We, like, we still got some uh, still got some work to do. We've... We got our we got our Facebook page up and running. That's good. We've been getting some likes and whatnot on on the Twitters and the uh, the Instagrams. Like I said last week, that's slowly growing. We just we just don't have enough of a uh, a presence on social media right now. And I heard somebody say that in a uh, in a conversation about social media about like trying yeah. to get their brand or whatever out there and. He said, uh, what was it, uh, increasing their presence on social media, and I wanted to puke. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. It was, it's just hearing those words. Is Yeah. I mean, it's necessary evil, but still evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but did you, uh, did you find where it's at? Did you find where that weed's at? No. And how much it is for an eighth? No. <laughs> Can't give me an eighth of that Christmas weed. How are we gonna save Christmas now? Yeah, everything's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we did have our first ordinary customer of the season though yesterday. Oh yeah. I didn't, but uh, one of my coworkers did. Um, I'll leave names out until they they have their. Uh, opportunity to tell their version of the story but it was very very just horrible no it wasn't um <laughs> no I, uh, this regular guy he, he comes in all the time this uh, i think he's lebanese older gentleman uh my co-workers couldn't understand what he's saying mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he fucking asked him to speak english clearer He's like, you speak better English, and the dude fucking went off on him, calling him a dumbass and a retard and shit, and then okay. had to bring the fucking manager and uh, the store manager and shit over and, like, try to calm things down, and the dude was, like, flipping out and thought that, because uh, he was getting some frozen scallops, and he thought that he was getting weight added onto his, uh, 
his order because of the ice. Mm-hmm. And he started flipping out about that and shit. And but when I heard my coworker uh, tell him that, or he, well, I heard that he, I wasn't there when he said it, but when I heard that he had said it, because I thought like the dude was just going off and accusing him of shit, I couldn't help it. I fucking started ragging on him for like the, the last like however bit that uh, he was there for a shift. Like, uh, he came back into the, uh, the prep room and manage, uh, store manager Jeff was there. And he's like, uh, well, what do you think we should do? Should we give him something free and like blah, blah, blah? I was like, why don't you just give him a green card? Damn. <laughs> Damn. And I, t- I, I told him, I was like, you know what? I, I told the guy, uh, Brad, he, uh, he said it and he's like, uh, I was like, you know, yeah, you know, if it was me, I would have just told him to get the fuck out of the country. <laughs> and I just, I just kept going at him and at him. I'm like, oh, you told him that? What, you, what what's your, uh, what are you going to do next? Come to work in blackface? <laughs> and he's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. I didn't fucking mean to say it. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna fuck you. Ha Um, but that was the, uh, that, that was the first one. I haven't had anyone tell me yet I've ruined their holiday. That's good, that's good. And if I do, then I'm just going to laugh at them. Because that's the only proper uh, proper response to that. But Fair enough. Anything crazy at your job, Nate? Anyone flip the fuck out over some bad Christmas <laughs> orders? Uh, we've had some rowdy customers. I mean, in the bar industry or whatever, you're going to have that. Especially during the holidays, because people are trying to, like get over the stress of the holidays so they get more drunk as a coping mechanism I feel mm-hmm. by the way coping mechanism is one of my favorite drinks to get at the bar you know how to make that mm. okay take a glass you fill it with ice throw the ice out and then just fill it with bourbon mm. I've never heard of that is that a popular one at the at the heights yeah for me at least I mean I don't order, I can't order it at the heights but that's what I would like to drink I just, I just never understood the whole stress of holidays, and why yeah. pe- why people let that shit get to them. It, it just boggles my oh, mind. Yeah, no, like, I've worked like every major holiday for like I don't know, like past eight odd years, and I don't know, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. I feel. I mean, if you're working and and like especially in, in your line where you're doing restaurant tour shit or bar shit or whatever, I can see like working it can be stressful. But like people who, because their main thing is like. Okay, uh, Uncle John and Aunt Jenny are coming in. They're bringing the kids. And then my cousin Billy is bringing fucking his wife and their kids. And then they got to make sure we have enough mouths they feed. Uh, like, all they're fucking worried about is having enough food for the fat fucking fat heads that are coming over. And buy, being able to buy enough shit so that each of those fat heads can leave even more, like, happy. Have have their void filled a little bit further. You're not wrong about that. I just, like my mom fucking almost had a. It was on uh, around Thanksgiving, I think it was fucking. Almost gave herself a fucking heart attack. Oy. Trying to have everything done and like it was just all food. Like trying to prepare everything and make sure everything was lined up and blah. I'm like, and ever since then she's like, look, I don't care. She hasn't cared about like cooking a meal or any like a holiday meal or anything. It just, it's just, but I mean, like, seeing how much people will go out of their way and how much they'll try to accumulate, not even accumulate, yeah. just buy. Mm-hmm. 
they don't accumulate anything. Like they just they try to accumulate some sense of happiness. Like, like I feel like people are like trying to get to the point where like they get enough, but it's like they don't know what that point is, so they just keep getting more. We're getting deep. Yeah. We're getting deep now. I wasn't gonna talk about anything serious, but here we go. <laughs> Floodgates uh, we, are we, open. We can that. We can that. We can Spread your legs, but um, going in raw, but. Ouch. No, it. it I buying a hundred dollar roasts and three cases of wine and like it. I don't. I. I yeah. If if you have the. I mean, trust me, if I had the money to be able to just fucking buy all that shit, oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even fuck Christmas. I'd be doing that every weekend. Yeah. No, seriously. I love being my friends. You've, you, you've been there for those occasions. Many. But, it, it the, and I think, too, honestly, I think one of the things is the commute for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of traveling during the holidays. Well, I mean, like, like going from one side of town to the other to buy something and then having to deal uh, yeah, having to yeah. deal with foot traffic yep, yep. and being out on the road and usually in, in bad weather and at night and you know, oh my god we gotta we gotta get all this stuff together <clears throat> i have enough anxiety going like regular grocery shopping so that's why i try to tend to avoid stores during the busy times oh that that's <clears throat> that's that's one of the funny things about like going around on foot is um just seeing the line of cars in the yeah. street. I, I saw that, I think it was this year or last year. I was walking from work to the bank during my lunch. My lunch break is right around the corner, and I wanted to kill some time. It was on Black Friday, and there was just a line, as far as the eye could see, of just cars. Yep, yep. Oh, and... <laughs> like, really? Let us give thanks, then let us go out and kick the shit out of each other. Yeah! <laughs> That's sweet. That's what we like to do on on the day after Thanksgiving. It's like the beat though. I'm 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 gonna have our I'm gonna have Grandpa come over for Thanksgiving, but he's gonna go out with us, and I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him and get some my way. See, what I want to do is uh, start a Black Friday Black Battle Royale. So it's like I'll be perfect. You so can fucking like film that and put it on like TV. Customers getting violent. Like you might as well have that violence like go to like a purpose. So like okay, like have like the. Battle Royale, and then whoever wins will get, like, you know, first dibs at, like, whatever's in the store. Instead of having, like, big old lines and having people, like, you know, try to kill each other, you know. Or even better. Keep it Keep it Or even better would be, what if we had, like, a raffle or a lottery, and uh, you go to, like, a main, like, a retailer. Say, for instance, you go to Macy's or you go to fucking Walmart or wherever fucking fat poor people are lined up, squashing into each other like a trough waiting to get in at four in the morning to fucking get a flat screen that's going to break in three months and they've been camped out you know for however long yeah, yeah, yeah. you fucking go there with a fucking lottery ball wheel or a raffle ticket drawing and then instead of like when they call their number uh instead of like immediately getting in they have to go through like an american gladiator style like yeah. fucking like some hoops and rings and shit yeah. and have the threat of getting shot at but with real bullets Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like maybe do like rubber bullets. Okay, we'll do. Maybe rubber we bullets. don't want to kill anybody, but you know, put the fear of Christmas in everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna put the fear of birth of Christ up your ass. <laughs> and then, or or do something where it's like you call two numbers, and um, whoever has those two numbers has to come to the center and battle it out. Yeah, yeah. And it goes until submission, and you do it like like old Roman. Um, 
gladiator style in the middle of the Coliseum and you let you let the mob rule over it and then you have somebody like running the thing and give the thumbs up or thumbs down and then it's all done by submission like you know we can't break necks or anything ankles and wrists and all that's good stuff every every <laughs> allow everything up until the point of of uh literally put, putting the person out of commission i think that would be interesting you kind oh, yeah. of well you, you thin uh, their not only you get like you know like black black friday savings out of it you get like a new like american pastime mm-hmm. and also like it'll thin the herd down a little bit like you, i mean you obviously don't want to take anyone out all the way but oh, yeah. you know and you know have like some concessions and have an emt standing by and you know some first aid kits and so oh, that, and so that way, when they raise the gate at the retailer, you don't have that fucking mob rolling in, stomping all over yeah, each that's, other. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, yeah, like you know, contain the violence to people actually like you're willing to throw down. Yeah, yeah, and you do that, and you get those people out of the way, and then you can just like briskly walk in and pick up your forty-five items for thirty dollars and leave. Yep. I say we do that. We, I, I think, and once again, we can market that. Yeah, that'd be a great marketing tool. Yeah, fucking yeah. 2019 Black Friday Battle Royale. Fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah, tickets sold out Dude, immediately. <laughs> you'd, you'd be having people having their Thanksgiving dinner in the parking lot tailgating for that shit. Dude, hell yeah. We, we wouldn't need it to put it on pay-per-view or anything. We we can just stream it. We can, If someone has like a reliable... especially yeah, if we, out, we would throw it on like Twitch stream or something like that, or Discord. Especially if you're outside of a Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And you got perfect internet reception. You know, to be able to stream that live, and then you know people could get in. You can make money off subscriptions and viewers, and it would just it would really benefit a lot of people, I think, especially the people who are able to take out that ferocious, violent nature that they have during the holidays out on each other. Yep. Every like it's it's cathartic in so many ways. Oh yeah. So I can say it's therapeutic. So what do you think about like that? You think we can run with this? Might be tough. Sure? Yeah. I mean, that is the spirit of Christmas, right? I think, no. <laughs> no. Not unlike the new kids on the block. Uh, new kids on the block. Me and Ian are always hanging tough. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was a good one. Wow, that's got me at a loss, Nate. Good job. <laughs> no, but I think, uh, I think that'd be a nice... A nice little uh, Christmas holiday, nice little new Christmas tradition. Um, and then well, you can do that too. Well, I, well, and also if for like to clear up traffic, I guess you can treat it like uh, like a little NASCAR race. Yeah. You know, have, have people at certain posts with like different flags. Yeah. And and like set up like roadblocks, like DUI roadblocks, but don't try anyone for drinking. You just you gotta let them let so many cars through at once and then the first person there and like turns into a demolition derby so you could do it like tournament style like have like different like rounds of like, some mad max shit yeah yeah be perfect so yeah like you know people are trying to get to the store so have events leading up to that oh yeah i mean they already do it at fucking like like town like city parties like when there's a line at a gas station trying to get beer you know they can only let a certain amount of people through for commerce, why not do that? You know, fucking during Christmas traffic. Oh yeah. You do that shit at the mall, dude. I would go. I would. I would go to the mall for that more than I would go to a mall for to see a movie. Because that's the only reason I go to the mall anymore is to see a movie. Seriously though. 
like some like gladiator style fucking foot traffic police like throwing arm bars do some bridgestone like fucking get their new pots and pans out start cleaning house I love it I'm all for it I mean, God damn it! If I if I want a bloodbath for my holiday, I'm gonna get one. As Ozzy once said, it's a bloodbath in paradise. I'll, I'll get you a bloodbath. A bloodbath. Christmas blood bloodbath. Bloodbath. Blood blood blood. That's an actual band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? The dude from Opeth. Uh, at least on the first couple albums, uh, was the lead singer on there. Okay. It's good. Okay. Some some good, you know, sludgy death metal. So. Fair enough. I did not know that. Oh, speaking of. I, Oh, we're, we're running way into this episode, ain't we? Just blabbering on. Yeah. Hey, we, we, like had some, we had some good, you know, conversation going on there. It's like a little improv session onto itself. But uh, I think we're going to give this a break, hit some restrooms, relieve ourselves, and then uh, we'll be back with the, with the uh, second half of this. But uh, here is a new track from Saturn Boy, one of our good personal favorites. Oh, yeah. This track is called Angst, and we hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back uh, with episode 14, Moon Tower Podcast, Christmas, New Year's Eve special. But uh, before we get into the jib-jab of uh, this past year, we'd like to give you an update on everyone's favorite team, the HUAC Fighting Anger Goats. Showed off their first playoff game jitters uh, this past weekend against the Shoreling Bulldogs. Uh, obviously, since they are an expansion team, it was their first playoff game ever. And it showed. Uh, they committed two turnovers early in the first quarter, which stymied a couple of scoring drives. But the defense held, only allowing a touchdown late in the second quarter on a trick play halfback pass from Bulldog running back Dennis Schmeling to wide receiver Topher Magulahan from 30 yards, 37 yards out. HEWAC did get on board late on the second with a 44-yard field goal from kicker Phil Dawson. Odd moment during the halftime show, the entire Bulldog cheerleading team barnstormed the concession stands plundering the hot dogs and immediately being whisked away from with the high blood pressure and bruises from being stomped on by boosters and their coaches' wives. We wish them a safe recovery for the holiday season. Amen. Third quarter did start slow with both teams trading three and outs, but Alex Murphy busted the game open with a 61-yard punt return for a touchdown halfway through the third, uh, which led to a 21-point stretch for the Goats, giving them a 24-7 lead into the fourth quarter. Running back, who the hell is that? Capped the third quarter scoring with a 28-yard scamper. Helizat ended with 127 yards on the game, converting multiple third downs while avoiding defenders and breathing fresh air into the go offense. Quarterback Jimmy Doppelganger played well, throwing 16-25 of for 207 yards, no touchdowns, and most importantly, no interceptions. Bulldog running back James Dube led the offense with 87 yards rushing and the second TD late in the fourth quarter. The GOAT secondary did struggle to contain all-star quarterback Rich Reisner, who threw for 248 yards but did fumble twice in the second half, the last which secured the GOAT victory. Linebacker Dick Jones made his return from a hamstring uh, injury two weeks ago, leading the defense with 12 tackles and one of those fumbles. Bulldog defense was able to get to Doppelganger for four sacks, which was the most of any opponent this year. Next week, HUAC will match against the Madison Crying Cows for the second leg of the playoff, and Shoreling ends its season at 10 to th- ten and three. Uh, we were able to catch with we were able to catch up with Coach Brett Stinkfister after the game with his thoughts. Coach, tough win. Uh, offense started slow, defense came on strong though, but uh, you held through and were able to pull off the victory in your first playoff game. How you feeling? Well, uh, you know, it was a tough game, and uh, you know, running running game was able to get done. Uh, defense, uh, you know, they uh, they held tough, and uh, you know, pass game wasn't really there, but you know, special teams came through and uh, gave us a boost, and uh, you know, we're just really happy to uh, come up with a victory. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna be going up against Madison uh, next week. That's from here on out. It's gonna be the leg to the championship game. You're gonna have you're playing at home though. You have. Uh, home court advantage throughout the playoffs. So uh, what do you think of Madison and how they stack up against your team? Well, they're, uh, they're a tough team. They, uh, yeah, they got a good team. Yeah, they, uh, they run ball well, and pass ball well, and catch ball well, and tackle well, and they do everything well, you know, except uh, uh, their uniforms are uh, pretty ugly, if you ask me. Well, they, they do sport a, uh, a black and white outfit, which is pretty – Pretty searing to the eye, I must say. Well, you're the first person who said that. Actually, you're the second. You're the second one in this interview. I said that first. 
I said the uniforms are horrible. You can quote me on it. Wow, talk talking tough there, Coach. Uh, how do you, how do you think uh, how do you think your goats are going to stack up against the cows? Well, this uh, I think this game's going to be one on the ground, if you ask me. All right, Coach, that was very stimulating. Uh, any last words before you go into the uh, practice week? No, no, not really. We're going to win. I'm calling it. Wow, that was uh, that was a brilliant analysis from Coach Brett Stinkfisher. Once again, uh, next week the Goats will be playing uh, in the post-Christmas game, the Madison Crying Cows in the second leg of the uh, playoff stretch. We're going to be looking forward to bringing some analysis after the New Year's and give you some run-up and what lies ahead for the Goats in their playoff run. Fitch doing jingle bells in Sanskrit. This is a song in the native tongue of Nate's people. In the native land, it means I love elderberries. God damn it, that was beautiful. Thank you. Nate Fitch, everyone. <laughs> oh, no, I guess we ought to get to what we were talking about earlier about uh, beating people up on. No, um, winding out the year and kind of taking a glimpse on what's happened the last 12 months. It's gone by so fast, all this, all this fun that we've been having. So much fun, guy. So much fun. So much fun hearing me ramble about stuff. No, it's uh, it's it's been a very interesting year. Started off kind of slow. I don't really remember the first three months. I try to forget the first three months. Yeah, <laughs> the late winter, early springtime is can be kind of a damper. But let's see, uh, what'd you do this year, Nate? That was so cool. Um, I saw sleep. That was cool. Um, drank some good beer. <laughs> Cook some good food, you know. Living a good life. Maybe, maybe not the best life, but at least it's been good. There you go. Lisa, anything? Anything you want to chime in with from your 2018? No? Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that, that eye roll. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Derby. First plane rides. Northeast Boston, New York trip. Uh improv group that was fun doing this podcast so far so good i got a pay raise uh met some new people had my wallet lost for the third time in a new place uh what else um that really i mean that's that's pretty good yeah that's i mean I, that's on, on average i mean it doesn't seem like much They're like it is kind of funny, like, I, I have to sit back every once in a while and not reminisce, but, like, oh, yeah, I actually did some stuff. It was a good time. It was, you know, it, 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 I don't know. Like, when people say that, like, you know, time goes fast, and maybe that's true, but it does feel like I've been through a year, or at least a calendar year, and the Roman times have 
our Lord. But no, altogether, it's been a, I would say it's been a solid year. Um, I have to not act like I didn't do much or did anything or didn't accomplish what I wanted to, but the things I've, I set out to do, I did, I guess. And, you know, some of they weren't all clean and they didn't go off without a hitch, but sometimes the hitches are the best part. Oh yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. Like sometimes like you find yourself in a situation and it seems shitty or whatever. And then, you know, X amount of time later, you were able to laugh about it and actually have good stories about it, which is really the purpose of it. I mean, that's, you find yourself in a, I mean, if you find yourself in a horrible situation and everything's dour and sucks, then yeah, you might not be able to laugh about it later, but no, I'm looking, it's kind of funny. I said this, uh, last year at New Year's and the year before, especially coming out of, out of 2016, where I've got a lot of personal hope, you know, for, Hey, watch it, cat. Try to rain a wine parade. Um, I'm very excited to see what next year brings this coming year. But outside of like my circle, my uh, my bubble, my realm, not a whole lot going on that I have a lot of yeah, a lot of in tune with. Like, this is, like the new Tool album is supposed to come out. I'm, I'm curious to hear that. Uh, couple movies that's really well actually you know a couple movies like um, new Tarantino's coming out new Scorsese's coming out I'm very excited about that but you know I'm gonna try to go to some more shows and well yeah that's checked off a couple boxes too as far as the uh, concert list Uh, hoping to do that a little bit more next year and just see what happens but you know it's I don't do the whole New Year's resolution thing yeah, I, refuse I, don't, to. I don't like setting just too many pointless. expectations for myself, to be honest. Yeah, I just, I've learned to just kind of roll with it and see what happens. Like, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, as long as you're having a year-ass year, it's like, it's up to you to let you do a fit at the end of the day. Yeah. It's always good to have, like, goals, but, like, that can happen anytime during the year. Yeah. Well, they say, like, if you, what is it, if you, uh, what you find yourself doing on New Year's Eve is going to set the tone for your year or some shit. Yeah. Like that, that adage, that's a. I've I've heard that. I don't know if it exactly rings true, but like I no. can see for some people it could. Yeah. But no, I'm looking forward to like trying to go and expand the show and uh, get some interviews done, like get some actual people yeah. on here that, you know, it's, so it's kind of takes the burden off of us, and but at the same time we get to find out what's not only yeah. just going on, going on around town, but. Like who's going on around town yeah, and get some people to talk to. Yeah. Because we love you and we want to know what you're doing. Yeah. Let us know how you are. Give us some comments, some questions, concerns. Anything that will help make us better to give you more entertainment. Keep trying to do that, but you people are like, No, I'm not gonna answer you, stupid poll. Stupid. Meh. But hey, you'll be that feedback's good, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, once you say something, step up or I will do a two step. But no, uh, like you said, we got some, uh, got a couple of interviews lined up, local artists, local uh, business owners. Uh, I've been, I've been chiding with uh, looking into like religious leaders, like Ooh. like people associated with the university and certain parishes and shit, and try to get okay. at least reach out and try to see what what can happen with an interview with them. 
Yeah, see what happens with that. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that is oddities, you know. Just try to have some fun with it. But, but other than that, uh, you know what? I think we're going to cut this lower early. Uh, yeah. I feel like we've we've done some good content this episode so far. Yeah, I I just feel like you know let's just take a break and yeah. Last one was a long one. That was almost an hour and a half, I think. So really? Yeah, well, let's do it. Wow, I didn't even fucking realize it. That actually went over pretty well, but yes, sir. But in the meantime, folks, like I said, next week we're taking the we're taking a week off, and then after that we will be back in the new year if we all survive. But in the meantime, from our hearts to yours, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, go fuck yourselves, and Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie ever. Hail Santa. Good night, folks. Oh, shit, I fucking forgot. <clears throat> um, Instagram, Moontower2018. Twitter, follow us on Twitter, European Ian. Same on SoundCloud, European Ian. And YouTube? YouTube is Ian Hubbard. my name your host hit us up on the interwebs folks the social medias facebook page my entire podcast Ian's not a robot i swear i am coming for you where's the kaboom where's the big kaboom more like where's the caboose the caboose and also itunes feed my entire podcast subscribe all episodes are explicit for your ears damn right they are all right, now we can sign off. And for your host, Ian Hubbard, Nate Fitch, our special guest, Lisa, whatever her last name is, we wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We will see you soon. Happy holidays, folks. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Happy Kwanzaa. All right, folks, this is Nate with one last thing to add. We have a special musical guest for you tonight known as John Lervold. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, he just released an album on Bandcamp called Grim Christmas. He's taken a bunch of public domain Christmas songs and turned them into black metal tunes, which I personally find very interesting, and I think he did a good job at it. Uh, if you have extra scraps from a couple bucks, I do believe uh, you can download the album for free, though, if you want, or you can at least listen to it on Bandcamp for free. So go and check it out. Support him if you can. Here is Jingle Bells from Grim Christmas. <laughs>